0: Thank you, Tori. Thank you for bringing me here. Speaking of um, the vlog that I do, Tori. Tori was actually in a recent episode when I ran into her at uh, the, the McKesso, right? <laughs> Um So, yes, podcasting and vlogging, those are two um, entrepreneurial ventures that I'm involved in. I kind of do a bunch of different things, and guys, I'm going to ask for your help here too if I forget anything that I do. I know you guys <laughs> know everything, uh, but we'll focus on the, the podcasting and blogging. Actually, a little background on myself, and to be clear, what do have, 10 minutes? 10 minutes? 10 minutes. All right, cool. Um, so born was raised in Cleveland, Ohio, went to undergrad in Western Pennsylvania at a school called Westminster College. Played basketball and ran track there for four years. Uh, continued my basketball journey in the country of Belize, where uh, the school that I went to in Belize actually is where I met my really good friends that go to Munn here and now. I don't know if anyone here knows Michael Collins, also known as Crazy Trini. She does a lot of uh, international events in St. John's. Uh, Michael and his brother moved up here, like I said, to go to Munn, and I started visiting St. John's in 2015 always had a good time. Uh, Fast forward a few years too, I should say, I lived in Washington DC for a while when I first started my career after finishing school in Belize. I got my master's there in business administration. Um, Kind of thought about going back to Cleveland, but I was like, how am I going to go back to Cleveland after I was just in Belize for two years? Like, it was just too (laughs) laggy. Went to Washington DC, worked for Sherwin-Williams, the paint company. Managed stores for them for uh, two years as Sherman Williams right over here. Check them out. Uh, but then started to realize that there was a bit of a ceiling there in regards to uh, growth, and I knew that. And I just say this uh, more of a figurative way, but like I want to be a billionaire one day, and working at Sherman Williams just wasn't going to cut it. But something else would, and I was like, all right, it's either going to be technology or real estate. I chose real estate, and then from uh, 20 late 2016 up until now, I've. in in real estate. I started with residential, now my primary focus is commercial, and uh, what I do in commercial real estate is manage media marketing, investor relations, and strategic positioning for two different companies, one based out of Chicago, the other one is based out of Los Angeles. that That is really my main focus, my main source of income, but from that, I should say, and from that, is where I find the time to also vlog and podcast. And do events downtown here like in St. John's. Um, if you guys haven't heard of them before, I know this one has. You, uh, Adi, you've been to my events. I, yes, yes, you. Awesome <laughs> um, Saturdays, Spicy Sundays. You got to know Spicy Sunday. And Marshall Mondays. If anyone wants to go to Christian's Pub tonight, I'll be there. Uh, so, now, uh, that's a lot. And there's probably some other things I'm forgetting, but more to the podcasting and vlogging. And I actually would probably like to speed up to Q&A here soon, because um, if anyone in here has ever thought about vlogging or thought about podcasting, I can talk about it forever. But uh, I think it would be more productive for you to ask me questions about how you can start your own podcast or start your own vlog. I'll say, I've um, been vlogging and doing the video for longer. Podcasting is within the past two years, My show Dream Chasers. Uh, we interview individuals with supernatural amounts of potential based on early success in their careers. Thank you for tuning in. Now let's get straight to you. Hey guys, I'm here with Professor... You, man. That's that's (laughs) how the intro would sound, good. So, um, yeah, episode 85, I believe, is coming out this week. And uh, we have an episode every every Monday and every Thursday. So, I'll get you the information on how to subscribe to that and and check it out. But, um, you know, you guys are all entrepreneurs here, and I would say the... Um, I read it not too long ago, the podcast industry is going to be valued at uh, more than a billion dollars by 2021, and so even though there's a joke, kind of like a joke right now, it's like, if you check out my podcast, like everyone's saying that now, um, it's actually still not too late to get started on your own podcast or even vlog. Uh, Video and that industry are both just going to continue to snowball, so it's a good time to get started. Um, Let's open up the floor if that's okay, and uh, ask ask any questions you want, like, but let's try to focus on the vlogging and podcasting uh, first. You, sir. Um, what is it you like, vlog? Uh, so, the name of the vlog, thank you for that. What's your name? Luke. Luke? Luke. 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 Um, the name of my vlog is called Untitled, and I named it Untitled because <laughs> I was like, man, I, I love doing this, but I would hate for it to... Have to be focused just on like one aspect of life. So, Untitled is this. This is gonna be on Untitled. Luke, Luke, you're going on YouTube, <laughs> Instagram, and all that. Um, but yeah, so I'll have videos like this. I'll do stupid, fun music videos with my friends, uh, with the buys back home in Ohio. Um, I should be able to think of more styles of videos that I oh, I'll do a lot of walk and talk videos. That's the one that I did where I met Tori at the Micasso. I'm just walking down the street talking.
1: Yeah,
0: just to look into the daily life. Yeah. Yes. So you mentioned like uh, the joke about like everyone's being like, check out my podcast and everything. Uh, how did you go about trying to differentiate your uh, vlogs and, and podcasts? What uh, was your name? Andrew. Andrew. Uh, Andrew, how I approach differentiating mine, that's a good question, because there are a lot of shows out there that it is kind of starting to make it feel watered down, like we said. And I can't say exactly what, specifically what it is that I believe I'm doing that's making it different, except for, um, you know, one thing. My episodes are normally about 20 minutes long, no more than 30, and, uh, you know, that's just because we all have pretty short attention spans nowadays. Uh, and you can listen to that in probably, what, well, I don't know, less than 20 minutes if you listen on 1.5 speed to your podcast, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. But uh, one thing that I did probably around episode 30 that I think really made the show even better was I used to um, stick to like a set list of questions and I would always ask the guest. And sometimes that would like force the interview to go away that you know, it could have been better if you just kind of let it free flow. And so I still have that set list of questions when I'm speaking to someone or interviewing, but uh, what I've found works much, much better is to um, just have a conversation, just talk, and you know, be proactive in your listening and you're asking those questions um, as you're listening to the guest speak. But figuring out a way to make it conversational instead of sticking to the format that was there previously, that's, I think that's what helps the show perform well. Uh, yes, I've a kind of question, it's pretty tight at geographically. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> I'll definitely know about like, podcasting and stuff, like it's a cool idea just to sit down and talk about your hobbies and like what interests you and stuff, but where I ran through a roadblock is just like getting content out have set every Monday and Thursday, like, do you, well we you have interviewers on the show, I mean, I guess that brings different topics and stuff, but have you ever just sat down and talked through your podcast and just kind of... Um, yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying, and in a way, so, uh, what's your head? Nick. Nick? All right, so, are these, is this Rogan extra credit? <laughs> I know. <laughs> We're presenting tonight, <laughs> <that> too. Okay. <laughs> 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 uh, Thank here. you. Extra credit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Um, so, uh, and I'm sorry, I don't know, because that joke threw me off. Uh, what, <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, it's, it's yeah. just like, where do you find oh, your content repeatedly over, like, yeah. especially twice a week? Yeah. Um, so what I'll do with uh, so on Mondays I have a what I call the next level weekly update and that'll only be like anywhere from 4 to 10 minutes on average and what I'll do with those is I will sit down and just kind of like speak to the audience or at the time speak to my microphone yeah. <laughs> about what's going on in my life and share some, some wisdom or some advice or you know, anything like that uh, but sometimes what I'll do also is I'll just you know, take my phone out. You and I are hanging out and like, hey Nick, what's up? You're going on the show right now. I've done that because one friend was saying to me, he's like, dude, when are you going to put me on your show? And I knew yeah. he was just trying to give me a hard time with it. All right, how about right now? <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, oh But he got on there. so. Um, I'll do weekly updates like that, and then on Thursdays is when, like, the real episode comes out, um, and that, those are pre-recorded. I use Zoom meeting, so if anyone's thinking about podcasting, I highly recommend using Zoom meeting. It's kind of like the industry standard. It's really easy to use. You can have your guest call in, go in on the, on the app, et cetera, um, and, yeah, uh, I think it had some to that, but I know we're running short. Yeah, so it's mostly, like, interviews and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you manage vlogging and podcasting while also being a real estate developer for two companies in two completely different locations from where you are? Right. How does I, that work? I try to figure that out every day too. I don't know where it, how I get it all done. But um, what I can advise—this is a little bit old school, but this is really just what works for me. Um, and everyone, I would just say, like taking a close look at your daily routine and figuring out what your system is and what works best for you, and sticking to that and making improvements on that as often as you can. Having a system that works for you is the key to success, in my opinion. And so that's what I do, is I have a system, and it's kind of old school, it's not conventional at all, but I love using my, um, my iPhone calendar. Um, and if I have phone calls or meetings, I uh, certainly stick to the time restrictions on those and make sure I'm on time. But outside of that, for example, if tomorrow I gotta remember to uh, mow the lawn or something like that, for example, I don't think anyone's mowing the lawn right now, but um, I'll write it, like if my 5 to 6 p.m. is empty, I'll just jot it down real quick in my in my calendar, and then every night, either before I go to bed or once I finish up my work day, I just take a look at my calendar, I see everything that I have to do the next day, write it down physically, um, and then like, by the time it's time to get up and go, you're just checking things off. Boom, did that, did that, did that. So that's really, I would say, the main way that I'm able to do all these different things is just to have a system that, that works and make it better every day. How do you make one? Uh, through the commercial real estate uh, companies that I manage marketing for. Uh, the uh, companies are a Capital, which is based out of Los Angeles, and Concordia Realty. Uh, ASIM's focus is, uh, I don't know if anyone here is familiar with the word syndication. There's syndication when it comes to radio, but then there's also syndication when it comes to radio So basically, what we do is put uh, investors, capital, money together and identify projects that we know we can go into either self storage facilities, mobile home parks, or uh, multifamily and bring that equity to the table, improve the property cash flow it and then make an exit anywhere from three to ten years after acquiring that property. Yes? And, and, and my question is more about uh, the blogging. are you making money oh. oh. Um. Oh, so, good question, I, I, you know what I could be if I was like going all in on it and I'm emailing back and forth with YouTube, etc., um, I am not actually making money on blogging or podcasting right now. Um, I have an email list of over a 1, 1,500 contacts. So I've actually been talking to some marketing professionals right now to figure out how we can monetize that list. Um, and you know, like I said, the vlog I've been doing for two years, um, or the podcast I've been doing for two years. The vlog I've been doing video for a little bit longer, but haven't like got it focused and started calling it untitled until right around the same time as the podcast started. So uh, really in that early stage, that building stage, and. It's fun, and when you add value first, uh, I don't know what the the phrase and the quote is, but the money kind of comes with it. So, as we continue to build them, uh, maybe it'll get me to stop working for the commercial real estate companies, (laughs) Yes? How would you make money on your blog? Um, As I mentioned right there, I I think YouTube is normally the best way to go, working with their their team. Um, I have had them reach out to me before and try to work with the ads project that they have. Um, again, only thing that I see with that is I want to make sure that I keep my blog in a position where I'm not bending to YouTube's rules and I'm doing like what I want to do instead. So um, with, with that comes, and this is one thing that I just spoke with someone about today, is creating your own website. Uh, when you do start podcasting and blogging, I don't actually have a, a website for my blog either, um, you want to have your own platform just because you never know what any of these big companies that you're uploading your content to could potentially do with it. You know, they could, there's a few people out there that I know have just been completely wiped with their following because iTunes took their show off of, uh, off of iTunes. So I don't know if that was kind of an indirect answer to your question, but the ways that I would approach making money would be that. And then also just talking to a marketing professional. Uh, there's a lot of people out there that know how you can monetize your show, even if you just started one today. So, what would be your like the biggest advice for someone who would like to start blogging? Just press record and go. <laughs> uh, that's the biggest thing. I think, just, and uh, actually, I want to recommend to everyone here, too, to either read or download the audiobook 10x by Grant Cardone. Um, I was just listening to the audio version on Audible a couple days ago. And uh, if anyone in here doesn't know who Grant Cardone is, either look him up. Grant Cardone, um, in the book, he's just talking about how the people who really succeed and make it further, bigger, larger, etc., are the ones that kinda just, just go and just do it and figure it out on the way instead of trying to make sure everything is you know, perfectly lined up before they pull the trigger. Because if you spend all that time trying to get everything perfectly lined up, then the person who just press go is ahead. So remember that, pull the trigger, press record. Then let me know what you do. Sure. What's, the, what's your name? Uh, yeah. Fahad. Fahad. Yeah. All right. one, one, last, one last question. Yes. Uh, a lot of content creators now are complaining about YouTube's algorithm and ads and how they're monetizing channels and stuff like that. And because of a lot of those switches, they're actually moving to platforms like Twitch and TikTok. Do you have any issues with that? How are you navigating them? And do you see yourself moving to one of those I've had a lot of individuals recommend to me to get on to TikTok and I actually haven't yet so maybe you might just be the push that I needed. <laughs> um, I would recommend to everyone in here if you are thinking about creating content absolutely get on TikTok. I'm sure a lot of people in here know who Gary Vee is too. He's a big supporter of TikTok. Um, and uh, yeah, but I, I guess what you saying is I'm concerned about it at all. I'm not too concerned about, um, you know, these companies again pushing you in a certain direction just because like i said right now i'm not really they're not paying me anything so it's not like i feel entitled to do anything to get leadership up uh in that regard but yeah um just keep your ear to the wire keep listening